It's episode 665 of the Roadman Cycling Podcast. I want to talk to you about one of the most powerful men ever to live, Marcus Aurelius. Let's cue that intro. Welcome to the Roadman Cycling Podcast. My name is Anthony Walsh. Six days a week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you on your journey towards health, happiness, and longevity. Now let's get into the show. We are brought to you today by Athletic Greens AG1. This magical green powder of 75 pristinely sourced vitamins and minerals supports your gut health, immune function, and it helps with energy, recovery, focus, and even anti-aging. These are a few of the many reasons that AG1 has become a staple part of my routine. First thing, every morning into a cold glass of water. AG1 saves me time and money by taking all the guesswork out of what vitamin stack I should be using to help optimize my health. So you can reclaim your health with convenient daily nutrition. It's easy. One scoop in a cup of water every day. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free year's supply of immune-supporting vitamin D plus five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash roadman. That's athleticgreens.com forward slash roadman to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. The link and all the details for this offer are in today's show notes. Roadman, welcome back to another Roadman Cycling Podcast. I want to talk to you about a book I've read maybe more times than I've read any other book, and that's Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. The lessons in it just amaze me every time I read it. I have this as kind of a reference book and I pick it up and I read a couple of lines and I put it back down. I do this most days. It's just phenomenal. It's mind-blowing. So to give you some context, Marcus Aurelius was the most powerful man in the world at the time he wrote this book. He controlled the largest army in the world, maybe the largest army ever assembled. He had unlimited wealth. People cheered for him when he walked down the streets, and we get to peek into his personal diary. How insane is that? My mind was absolutely blown when I found this book, Meditations. It's his personal diary. It's his personal insight. It's like peeling back his brain and getting to peek inside. I write in my diary every day, multiple times a day. Even walking around Girona, I carried it inside my jacket everywhere I went. When I went to a cafe, I pulled it out and I jotted down notes. But to think of these notes getting published, like that's totally cringe. I'm scarlet even thinking about it. And that's why this book is so unique. Almost every book that's ever been written has had an intended audience, but not with this one. These are private lessons from one of the greatest men of all time, and we get to learn from them. It's written almost 2,000 years ago, but if you're reading through these lessons, they have incredible relevance today. Like, it's scary the relevance they have today, given how far ago they were written. 2,000 years ago, did he even have pens, or was he writing with a feather back then? I don't even know. If you're looking to pick up a copy of this, because it was originally written in Greek, if you're looking to pick up a copy, I'd recommend the Gregory Hayes translation. That, to my mind, is the nicest sort of lyrical linguistic version of the translation if you ever sit back with your diary and think you've had an original thought as i have many times it's likely that marcus had this thought and fleshed it out and ran with it to the nth degree over two thousand years ago today i want to pull out three really powerful takeaways from this iconic book meditations the first one is you have power over your mind but not outside events Realize this and you will find strength. 
That's a quote from Marcus. So in other words, Marcus is saying that we have control over our own thoughts and our own reactions, but not over external events. So let me read it again. You have power over your minds, not outside events. Realize this and you will find strength. This philosophy can be applied to various aspects of your life. It can help you build resilience and peace of mind in the face of challenges and difficulties. If you're faced with a situation you don't like, say a car chops you up when you're out training or you're stuck in a traffic jam or a podcast guest cancels on you if you happen to be a podcaster, you can choose to let that ruin your day or you can choose to be patient and find a way to make the most of the situation. Now, I'm not saying I'm perfect at this stuff, but I'm trying to be a better and better version of myself each day by applying these lessons. Another example could be when you're faced with a loss or a tragedy as I was before Christmas, instead of letting it defeat you, You can choose to find another way to honour and celebrate the memory of that person or that friend. By accepting what we can't control and focusing on what we can, we can cultivate a sense of peace, a sense of contentment, no matter what life throws at us and how difficult this tumultuous life becomes. The second big takeaway is the power of gratitude. Marcus encourages readers to focus on what they have rather than what they lack. By practicing gratitude, individuals can cultivate this sense of contentment and fulfillment. You know I'm always playing around with that morning routine and gratitude is so central to it. I see so many people, friends, teammates, people I ride with the weekend, they're wasting their time focusing on what they don't have. That car, that house, that job, that promotion. And they miss the blessings that are right under their nose. Marx's quote that I absolutely love, it never ceases to amaze me. We all love ourselves more than other people, but care more about their opinions than our own. Just the wisdom in this book blows my mind. So try unpack this quote. Marcus is pointing out that often we focus too much on what others think of us when we should be focusing on what we think of ourselves. Few of us spend time reflecting on what we think of ourselves. By practicing this gratitude, just simply jotting it down in your journal each morning and focusing on the good in our lives, we can cultivate that sense of happiness, even in the face of challenges. This is how, like... Victor Franklin was able to find happiness in a concentration camp in World War in face of one of the biggest atrocities of all time. It's with this exact same philosophy. Like if you wake up in the morning, you can choose to focus on what's gone wrong in your life or you can choose to focus on what's going right in your life. By focusing on that positive, you can start your day with that positive momentum and that positive trend and you can maintain that positive energy throughout the whole day. This applies in every situation. Think about it in a work situation. You could feel like you're not making enough progress in your career. But instead of focusing on what you don't have, the promotion, the bigger car, the corner office, choose to focus on what you do have, the job stability, the wage you're currently getting. I promise you, you'll be much happier for it. The third takeaway, it's that idea of the importance of self-improvement. And this is something I'm totally addicted to. I live my life trying to upgrade each aspect of my life every single day. Addicted and unapologetic self-improvement nut. But meditations, everyone thinks it's a collection of just reflections and thoughts. But it's actually a guide to self-improvement. Because Marcus Aurelius encourages readers to work on themselves, both physically and mentally, to become the best version of themselves. The quote that I love, and I have it etched on the cover of my journal, waste no time arguing what a good man should be. Be one. And this is so poignant in our social media era which we're living where people want to debate and they want to 
virtue signal about what good is. They're happy to put a flag of Ukraine in their profile picture, and not that there's anything wrong with that, but don't step over the homeless guy on the street. Be a good person. Don't just talk about being a good person or virtue signal that you are a good person. You'll be judged on your acts, not on your thoughts. In this quote, I love it because Marcus is urging readers to stop. Just listen to it one more time. Waste no more time arguing what a good man should be. Be one. Marcus is urging us to stop talking about what a good person should be and instead become a good person. This involves this continuous process of self-reflection and self-improvement in which you take a commitment to work to overcome your current weakness. If you're someone who struggles with anger, so how can you fix that? Can you work on developing strategies to manage your anger? Start working some Wim Hof style breath work, count to 10, walking away from situations that get you angry. But it's having that EQ to reflect, identify the anger as an issue, and then put steps in place to overcome that. Another example might be if somebody struggles with self-discipline. A question we always get into newbie questions is, I struggle with motivation to get out the door, but once I'm out the door, I'm so happy. So now you have the EQ that you've identified that that's a problem. How can we develop habits to help you stay on track, such as setting specific goals, creating a schedule, finding an accountability partner or a coach? By continually working on yourself, you can become a better version of yourselves, and that's going to lead to a more fulfilling and a more meaningful life. The book is absolutely littered with insights. I've been spending more time reading it recently, and these are three that just really stuck out that I wanted to share with you guys, the audience, in the hope that you can take this, incorporate it into your life, and live a slightly happier, healthier, and longer life for it. Roadman, I'm back tomorrow with an amazing interview with Jeremy Wilson, where we profile Beryl Burton, one of the greatest female cyclists of all time. You're going to love this because Jeremy won the William Hill Sports Book of the Year Award this year for his biography of Beryl Burton. Until then, ride safe and chat to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Have you ever wondered how good you could actually be? Each of us has a unique set of circumstances with work, family and social obligations, but we also want to fulfill our potential in cycling. Okay, okay, maybe you won't ever win the Tour de France, but for most of us, this is what cycling is about. So let us build you the perfect training plan around your lifestyle that's totally unique to you and will help you finally realize your cycling dreams. So whether you're just getting started on the bike or if you're a more seasoned cyclist, we have a suitable coach for you. So why not schedule a call with us and we can have a chat about how we can help you go further than you ever dreamed of in your cycling and fitness goals. Go to roadmancycling.com forward slash contact or pop me an email directly to sarah at roadmancycling.com.